Ribnussen's Letters, Year 1, Letter Number 178. Thank God, from the day I arrived here until now, God has helped me, and I have spoken a great deal about the holy lessons and conversations of the Rebbe, particularly about the lesson which talks about truth and how it is one. This is the lesson, Rabbi Akiva said, when you arrive at the Stone of Pure Marble, Likuti Moharan 1, 51. Thank God, we spoke about this a great deal last week. Fortunate is the ear that heard, Ashrenu, Happy are we to have merited what we have, to know about a holy, true Rebbe such as this, a Rebbe for this world, who teaches us lessons such as these, who conveys to us perceptions and knowledge of godliness such as these, wonders such as these. He is also a Rebbe for the world to come. For the essence of the Rebbe's greatness we will know there with God's kindness, each person according to how much he suffered and sacrificed in order to come close to the Rebbe's name, and to his holy teachings, his holy teachings which guide a person on the true path, which put into him the will to truly fulfill Moshe's Torah of truth, written and oral, and to follow the ways of our ancestors, the true tzaddikim. Indeed, my lots have fallen in pleasant places. Now, my son, fortify yourself and be strong. Do not be daunted or afraid. For the Lord our God goes with us to save us. He will not neglect us or abandon us. The main thing is, do not be ashamed of yourself in front of them. You be as brazen as they are. Do not speak to them about this at all, but rather lead them off into something else. They will understand for themselves that we are laughing at them with God's help. They will be ashamed, and not we. For as far as our holy assembly is concerned, we have nothing at all to be ashamed of in front of them. Our master, teacher, and Rebbe himself even shouted these words, What do we have to be ashamed of? The world was created for us. Tzaddik, number 112. We must carefully recall these pure holy words every day now. I do not have time to go on any longer. Write me a full account of what happened with Reb Shimshon, why he stood up to them in the beginning with holy boldness, and subsequently handed over to them all the books, including the handwritten one that they did not even ask for. Why did he not take pity on himself? He needs this book very much for his eternal goal, even though after the fact it will certainly turn out to have been for the best. He has nonetheless behaved foolishly. I know well that his soul is still bound together with ours, but from this you can get a glimpse of this whole evil drama that takes place here under the sun, and how the evil one lies there in ambush to attack a person all the days of his life. And even after he overcomes someone and succeeds in distancing him, he, the evil one, still pushes ahead and lies there waiting to knock him down again and distance him more and more. What can we say? Thank God that he helped us and saved us from errors and foolishness such as this. What can we give back to God for all the favors he has bestowed on us? that we merited to be in the Rebbe's holy portion. I have grabbed on to him, and I will not let go. Even when I am old and gray, God, do not abandon me. The words of your father, waiting for salvation. Nassan of Breslov.